Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, onto the Storm. I said, I'm concerned about their depth in the middle, but I said they would still come top three. Uh, I also said in, like, I think a few episodes later, that if they are to um, go well this year, Nelson Solomon needs to have essentially the best year of his career. Uh, so didn't make top three. Wrong about that. Depth in the middle. I feel like probably right about that. Um, but, you know, what's crazy is, is that they're still... They're still a premiership threat. Um, Guru, what'd you say? They'll make the top three, and in a bad season, they'll finish fourth. I'd say probably by <coughs> Melbourne standards. You could argue it's not, not their greatest season. Mm. They finished fifth. So I, I like your comment, concerned about depth in the middle. I think whenever they have struggled this year, it's when there's been one or two injuries mm. in the middle. And that's what I said last week. That's my fear, that if they have one injury in the middle over the next four weeks, I don't think they have the depth <coughs> to cover it there. Well, I'd even argue, you know, watching the game on the weekend, I felt through the middle is where they looked not as energetic, not as explosive. They just didn't look as mobile. Um, you know, they have this, you know, Harry Grant that's nine that can just break games open. And any time he got out, the storm looked dangerous. But if he's not getting out, they just don't have momentum compared to the, the Eels. And, mate, the only time they get on the front foot is after Brandon Smith runs. Yeah, and he can only and do so much. Brandon Smith can't do this for a month straight, I don't think. It's, it's, it's a lot on And then him. they played him off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you say about the Storm start of you? I had them top four for sure. Mm. Um, I, I think they've probably had a couple of excuses this year. They've struggled to get their spine together mm. often. Uh, obviously, I think a lot of ifs and buts, but if Pappenhausen didn't get injured, I think they are comfortably top four. Um, it hasn't eventuated that way. They've just missed out uh, on that spot. And, yeah, so they'll, they'll still be in the fight for the, for the finish, but... Again, they're also one, one loss away from going straight out the, the back door. So. Easy. And they're playing their bogey team, the Raiders. Um, and also, Hughes is under an injury cloud. He may not even be... Yeah, are we expecting him to be named? Do we know anything? Or I think if I'm Storm, I'm just Surely fucking naming yeah. him. Like, and if he does his calf, he does his calf. Like, I know that's super not good for the player, but I think even Hughes would want to play. Like, if I do my calf and I'm out for six weeks, 
So be it. I like, cannot believe the fixtures we've got this week. Oh. All the rivalries. Like yep. it's, it's like start of the season script type thing. Yep. They've just every good rivalry is just about events. And it's like pro- probably like the least you know great matchup out of them is probably Cowboys Sharks, but they're the two Cinderella stories. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like it's Townsend and Hines going at each other. Like yep. Every game is one just sensational. One of those two is going to be a win away from a grand final. Yeah. Like. Oh, it's just crazy. And also like. What's even crazier is that even if like the Rabbitohs, uh, sorry, the Raiders didn't make it, it would have been Storm Broncos, and Storm Broncos is always yep, like awesome. it's it is. You're totally right, and I'd, I'd argue Raiders Storm is a, a bigger rivalry today because of the last few years. Mm. It is honestly perfect. <clears throat> every team that I want playing, every other team is playing it. It is the perfect weekend of footy. I was looking at it coming into um, this morning, going, "This is the perfect weekend of footy." It doesn't get any better. You got the West. You got the Roosters, Rabbitohs. <laughs> it's just perfect. Um, hasn't so. uh, hasn't the NRL dodged a bullet as far as that top four finish that that Cowboys extra win against the Tigers didn't affect? Oh yeah, all? yeah. Imagine yeah. being the Sharkies and going oh, fuck, having to go to home. North Queensland instead of playing at home. Yep. Um, now onto the Roosters. Uh, I mean, look, I've been a Roosters fan all year. I know people have been off me for it, but I, I you know, I say it every single week that uh, Robson is tinkering, but I think that. They're coming fucking real good at the moment. They look fucking energised, tough, angry. So at the start of the year, I said they're definite premiership threats and they will come in the top four. So I was wrong about um, the top four. I also, I'd say I was wrong about my feeling was they'd be dominant most of the year. So I was probably wrong about the start of the year. But I'd, I'd argue they're absolutely a premiership threat. Uh, Guru, uh, they're in his grand final and they'll come one to three. I don't even remember that. Really? <laughs> I don't, yeah, honestly, I don't remember that. But if they're there in three weeks, I'll let you know about well, it. No I th- doubt about it. I think it would be it was because like last year they did without all those yeah. players. And so everyone was high on the Roosters going into this year going, wow, if they can do it with all those injuries, imagine what they can do this year. Yeah, and what's crazy is they've actually finished lower this year than last year. Oh, I do remember the start of the season being very high on, on Luke Keary, so it probably does make sense. We'll come first to third. What have they finished? Sixth? Sixth, yep. yeah. So a little bit off the mark there with the Chooks. But, uh, yeah, it's been a, been a bizarre little season for them. Yeah, it has been. And look, I would actually probably chalk this up half right in my regard because I said definite premiership threat. And if you had to ask most people halfway through the year, you would have said, nah, they're done. They're, they're not going to win a premiership at all. So I'd say half right about the Roosters because of the form they've hit. What did you have, Timmy, with the Roosters side this year? Had them as a top four side, premiership threat for sure. I think, I think both you boys are, are right in a sense in that, yes, they finished six, but you'd also argue they're close to the second they're close to the second favourites to win the comp I mean, mm. maybe not quite but not far off it mm. now they've missed the top four but form wise they're playing exceptional they are probably they're playing as good as any top four side um, uh, the big watch coming into the season was Walker and Q their first full season together how are they going to gel how are they going to combine it took longer than I think most of us expected in a position uh, switch as well yeah exactly I was thinking maybe you know they might begin to hit their straps anywhere from around 8 to 12 we haven't probably seen it until about around 19-20 mm. um, they said with that position switch which has changed the dynamic of their attack a little bit Victor Radley's again been in and out a fair bit so him coming back the back end of the season has really helped and uh, we talk about teams hitting their straps at the right time, and the Roosters have done it, so they're every chance to win the comp. Mate, absolutely. On the weekend, they, especially that first half, it was just relentless. It was relentless. Mm. I, uh, I can't wait to watch this South Roosters game this weekend, but I'm devastated that one of them's going to be out this week. Yeah, I kind of feel like whoever wins this one 
could be a real shake. shake. Mm. Without Joey Manu, though, I, I yeah. That's I a massive loss, man. Yeah. That's a massive loss. Uh, he is so important to their game going forward. Um, and he just adds that point of difference that you can't just focus on Teddy. Whereas I wonder, I mean, Teddy will come out and kill it, but it does give teams an opportunity to go, we can, as soon as, Te- wherever Teddy is, just fucking mark him. I was thinking about the other day, Teddy's got a real opportunity here. You know, as he's going to be the guy now without Manu to just take his career to another level. Mm. Like if he comes out and he beats South this week, then they go on a run. And I mean, I think we all is agree there even we, another level for him though? You know, oh, mate, I reckon if he if he comes from six, beats Souths, and then manages to if they do go on to win a comp, I think it's going to come off his back. Mm. Like I think it'd just be another thing in his career that you go, fuck, that is incredible. Yeah. Like what? When was the last time a team won it from outside the top four? Uh, wasn't like, it? It was the Cowboys. Cowboys. Fifteen, wasn't it? No, it was a long long time ago. ago. Yeah, like, I reckon Teddy would be looking at this as a really good opportunity. Because he's got a team to win it. What level does he go to, though, in the sense of, like, do you start saying Well, yeah, that is where you start to go, okay, like, you know, he managed to do it from sixth place. You know, that might be something that a Slater never did. Mm. You know, like, like I think without Manu, I think a lot of people are going. I personally think South will beat him this week. So, I, I think Teddy will see this as a... Really good opportunity. Mm, he was so good on the weekend. Far out, he was good. Um, okay, now on to South. Uh, I said they're the biggest swing side in the NRL. Even though they made the grand final, I reminded people they actually floated between fourth and eighth last year and thinks they'll finish between four and eight this year. I think it's pretty bang on. Um, I, I, I think that they're definitely not the team they were last year, but... They are still have that little bit of magic and they just hang in games. Like, I don't know how they were still in that game on the weekend. They were thoroughly outplayed in the first half, but they managed to claw their way back in without Cam Murray. Uh, they just have this little bit of magic about them and it's like you, you can't – it's – you just – you can't train it. You can't measure it. You don't know where it's going to come from, but it can just hit you all of a sudden. Latrell has it. Cody Walker has it. Um and so you just can't count the guy. You cannot count South out. You cannot count South out. Now, the Gurino said, also, you've got him at four to eight. Concerned Demetrio and how he handled the grand final. Huge concerns over left centre with Paulo, uh, Paolo, although um, we've unearthed Tass. Um, I think we're both high on Tass. Yeah, we're both very high on him in the preseason. We're worried about Paulo playing centre there. That's pretty bang on. Yeah. The Demetrio stuff, I, I, like, I remember sitting there watching that grand final last year and, you know, you had Wayne Bennett who was sitting there. He looked like he was half asleep during mm. the game. And Demetrio next to him was just panic stations. <laughs> and I remember thinking, that's not good. That's gonna, <coughs> It's going to be such a swing in blokes. And mm. I, I did a podcast the other day on mine about Demetrio. What he's done this year, I think it's been unbelievable. Like, mm. Junior Zatola won their, their players' player the other so night. Good. And I think he was a cracking pick for it. Yeah. What he's done with him... Campbell Graham, you know, even Yatane Milnes when he comes in, Isaiah Tass when he's come in, like it's been incredible. And you like you think about where Wayne Bennett has been in the past, and then when he leaves, clubs turn into an absolute tire fight. Oh my god! Like it's an absolute shit fight. Yeah. And like j- just about the only year where it hasn't been a disaster the year after is the year that he left Brisbane. You guys finished eighth. He got beat fifty nil in the finals, and then you went spoon. Mm. After that, like that, that, that was the closest year ladder wise where it hasn't <coughs> been a complete shit fight. Mm. Like, I, I reckon South Sydney are, are they more dangerous this week than what they were this time last year? Do you reckon? 
Like I, I didn't have them beating Penrith at, in any way, shape, or form. Week yeah. one of the finals. It's, last it's year. hard to say because they a very different side. Yeah, but it's hard to say because like they made the grand final, so I'm tainted by it. Yeah. I see them as a grand final side, and I forget the feeling of what I thought about them in the top eight last year. So I don't think it's too unreasonable to say that they they look they oh they don't have Reynolds out. yeah fuck I don't know that's the, and and that's I mean they lost Wayne Bennett which is is massive we know the history when you lose Bennett you should struggle they also lost a halfback Maddie six prelims in a row Adam Reynolds something ridiculous like that in a row but yeah 12 13 18 19 20 were all lost prelims unbelievable to go mm. to prelim finals with that halfback the entire time they replaced him with a rookie he'd played one game mm. one game of first grade and then also like we spoke about all year Dane Gagai Mm. I mean, we're still at finals, and I'm not sure if they've replaced Dan Gagai yet. Oh, yeah. So, so it's still been a working project as they've gone, and they've just made it work. I've been so impressed with South Sydney. If we go back to the tapes of the first few weeks, like there was probably another three or four games they could have won there mm. if just little things went their way. Yeah. South, South lost three golden point games this year. Yeah. And Trell's been out. Well, how long did he stay? Trell was out? out for 12 weeks, I think. <laughs> 12, Quite a while. Weeks. Quite a while. So, yeah, he's had to deal with a lot. So Demetrio deserves a lot of raps. Actually. Here's a, here's a bit of a smoky for you. I know you're probably going to say no, but let's just say they go on and win a grand final. Uh, would you say Dimitro would be a smoky for coach of the year? Fuck, if they win a grand final, I think he should be coach of the year. You reckon? Over Peyton and... and uh, if they win a comp, yeah. Yeah, that's, he's the well, only one that achieved what they set out to do. And I, like, I, 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 what did we have? Four to eight last year, yeah. I think it's incredible that they've made the finals, to be honest with you. When you can with everything. everything yeah, yeah. Taken in, you also consider with their forward pack, like Wayne Bennett is renowned for getting the very best out of whatever forwards he has. Mm. And I remember when Wayne Bennett had this Bunnies team at the start of last year, I was looking at it going, the pack's going to struggle. <coughs> Surely the pack doesn't have what it what it yeah. takes to go with these top sides. They did. He's left. Mate, half the forwards have got better. Mm. you got to remember as well, start of the season, he made a tough call. He, had, he needed a new captain. He had Cody Walker. He had Damien Cook, who were both in their 30s, very experienced. He picked a 24-year-old. Yeah. That could have teared the club apart. Yep. Like he's managed to just pull them all together mm. and make it work. Oh, I'm, I'm so impressed with what South have done this year. Timmy, how'd you have South at the start of the year? I really don't remember. I, I remember going into the season thinking they were a bit of a mystery because of the new coaching. They'd lost their halfback. So I remember thinking, I don't know what's going to come of it. Mm. Um it's been fascinating to see the way the years played out. I don't, in terms of the coach of the year sort of thing, I think they could win the grand final. And while there has been a few roster changes, it's a team who came agonisingly close to winning a grand final last year. So if they do it this year, it's like, all right, massive achievement. But I still don't think it compares to what, say, a Fitzgibbons and especially Todd Payton, what Todd mm. Payton's done at the Cowboys. I think he, it has to go that way. Um, and then in terms of... What's more, who's a better side this year to last year, Bunnies, this same stage? I still think it's last year's Bunnies. I think they're a more well-rounded team. I'm a little bit worried at just the reliance on Latrell Mitchell. I know they've been good as a side, but when he wasn't there through that big period this season, they were just so ordinary. Mm. Um, For that reason, I think Latrell just has to have a massive game for them to make a run through these finals. And there's no reason why he can't. Mm. Uh, I will say if Cam Murray misses out in this game, I think the Roosters win it because he's just so important. So good for them. And just the link, like his ball playing through yeah. the middle just opens everything up for them on the edges. Yeah. Um, where do you have a Matty? South, your team at the start of the year? Yeah, I got. I wrote in my notes my ladder at the start of the year and I had South at fifth. At fifth? Yeah. yeah that's a pretty close. Pretty close. Um, yeah, so South, look, 
honestly, even if they lose first round, I, I don't think it's that negative of a year. I really don't. Like con- Considering where the club could have been, even let's say they had known injuries all year, it would still have been hard losing Reynolds, Gagai, Bennett. But they had guys like Luttrell out for six, like for ages. Um, you know, at, at some stages, all different of their key players have been out. So I think, honestly, regardless of, of how they go next week, I, I wouldn't say they should be happy by getting bounced out first week. But I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. Like, they're playing a rooster side that I think a lot of people would have, as we've talked about, like second or third premiership threat. You know, if they bat out to, say, maybe a Raiders or something, no disrespect, um, then I guess you could be like, oh, okay, they probably should win that game. Um but yeah, Roosters, I, I don't see any shame in that. I think the other thing you just consider with South is like last year, I know we've had this conversation before, but like I believe the game was a little bit different. Mm. It was easier to score points. Rabbitohs scored 775 <coughs> points last year, only second to the Melbourne Storm. Like it was free-flowing footy, which really suited them. For me, the game's been a lot closer this year. There haven't been as many blowouts. The Rabbitohs went from playing... Second year footy last year, mm. dominating so many sides, and then this year it completely flipped. What'd you say that they went to three golden point games, like three golden point games, and lost to Penrith on the bell. Yeah, so, so like they didn't play a heap of tight footy last year until the finals. Mm. This year they they've played tight footy a lot a lot this season. Mm. So once again, Demetrio, an incredible knock. Mm. That that's a great shout. That I think we. Sort of because we're getting so deep into this season, we forget about last year. And mm. it truly was a unique season in the history of rugby league with all the smashed records, point scoring wise, and how well it suited the Bunnies. So <coughs> I think, yeah, you know, maybe we, we were, a lot of us were putting our predictions in and what we thought based on last year in that game. But the, you're right, mate. The game has changed and the Bunnies, last year's game, style of footy suited them more than this year. And as you said, there's a reliance on Latrell Mitchell this year, but last year there was a reliance on Cody Walker. Mm. He had 40-odd tries last mm. year. So it's like they've had to change mm. and tweak so much and make it work. And mm. all the I mentioned before, you used to tell us your Campbell Grahams, your Colum and Tungies. <coughs> yeah, been great. Dry arrow. It's been incredible how it's all played out. For yeah. I, I, I agree that obviously the game was um, faster last year. I think it's a mixture of a, a game changing. I don't think it's changed as drastically as, as maybe you do. I think it's a mixture of that, but also the top eight sides becoming better. So like the last year, there was literally only like four good sides maybe. This year, like anyone in the top eight, in my opinion, can, can win the comp. Um, and I think so a mixture of that has made it more challenging for, for the Rabbitohs. Um, well, ju- just for example, the team that has scored the most points this year uh, is the Melbourne Storm, 657. <clears throat> Last year, the entire top five teams had scored more points than the Melbourne Storm. Mm. <laughs> and so, but that's, I, I think that's a mixture of game changing, but also the bottom teams were so not good. Mm. Um, but I can understand, I don't, it's not that it's unreasonable that you think the game has changed drastically. Um, I just think that the like for example the top eight didn't have sharks didn't have cowboys mm. um, didn't have the Broncos like I know the Broncos bowed out um, I think those three teams really like densed out the, the the comp a bit for example Broncos with thirteen wins ten losses missed the eight whereas Titans with ten wins and 13, 14 losses mm. uh, made the eight so. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right, and definitely right in regards to Rabbitohs suited last year's style of footy and the amount of, they've managed to 
change their game again and suit this style of footy. Um, now, on to the Raiders. I can't put them in the top six. This is what I said at the start of the year. I can't put them in the top six, even though it's a top six roster. But I can see them landing anywhere between fourth and eighth. And I said it was a club-defining year. Uh, and I think that's pretty bang on, to be honest. It is a club-defining year. I think there was periods there where we thought, you know, is Ricky going? No, Ricky's not going because he's close with the CEO and, he, he, you know, he's earned the right to get another crack at rebuilding a roster. Like, it, when we start talking rebuilds, that's club-defining. That's literally clean-outs, all that stuff. Um, and Ricky's pulled them all back in. He's pulled all that roster back in, got them firing at the right time. And I think you can say that, you know, the Raiders are crawling their way back into – like, I feel like Raiders of the last decade or maybe the decade before the grand final – They'd have these good years and then they just fucking fall off a cliff and then and they'd, they'd have to rebuild everything again. Whereas I think this time they almost catch themselves before falling off the cliff and they'll climb much quicker. For, uh, for like 10 years or something, we went in the eight, out of it, in, out, yeah. in, out, and you're spot on. It was yeah. just like, it was so up and down. Yeah, it was like, oh, fuck, we're building something nice here mm. and then just, just yeah. crush out. <clears throat> Whereas this year, mm. I, I, and I think it's a testament to the squad for sure, but also I think it's a testament to Ricky's maturity as a coach and also just getting runs on the board of managing to go, okay, there's certain things um, that, that I, maybe I can give a little here give, and take a little there. And he's managed to get them firing at the end of the year. I think it's outstanding year for the Raiders, the way they finished. Guru, you penciled, penciled them in for eighth spot. Yep. What a call. Boom, <laughs> on the money. Yeah, you get the Sharpie out and go over the pencil there. With that one. Uh, but I agree with your sentence that you had. Can't put them in the top six, even though it's the top six roster. Uh, I think I had Raiders and Dragons. They were my two teams fighting for that eighth mm. spot. Um, apparently, I leant towards the Raiders, which is good to see. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's just such a good footy team on paper. Oh, mate. Like, I, mate, I, I even think eighth, it's a great achievement to make the finals, but I still think on paper they're better than eighth. Well, I think it's higher. that's that's also a mixture of how hard it was to make mm. the eight because like the Roosters and Rabbitohs were literally playing for a top eight spot last week. That's how tough it was to make the eight. I mean, it's crazy to think like the Raiders. Like if they wouldn't have completely shit the bed at the start of the year, they finished on the same points as the Rabbitohs. Yeah, it's crazy. They're one win below the storm. They've won seven from eight. Like any team going into finals winning seven from eight, you usually got them in the bloody top four. Um, it's just because the start of the year they went one from seven. Like, if they would have just won two more games at the start of the year, they'd be fourth. Yeah, which is... that's Their they're, they're for and against is only, what, 55 points behind the Parramatta Eels who are sitting in fourth. So yeah. if they would have won two more games, you'd probably wrangle that in. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean with, like, it's the, the, the top eight, the toughness of getting into it, which is super hard this year. What do you got there, Manny? While we're on the Raiders, like the last place team, I, I looked up when the last time a team won from outside the four, it was the Doggies in 95. Wow. So it's been a minute. Yeah. They, wow. uh, the Doggies in 95, I, I had um, Darrell Halligan on my podcast a few years ago, and he said that they had a game against Newcastle. They got beat 40 nil. They got smashed. And they yep. had like eight weeks to go in the season. And um, they hired a boat. They just filled it with piss. They had stinks, they had arguments, they had everything. Didn't lose a game from that moment. Yeah. No, some, honestly, I'm telling you, like, of all the years I played footy, sometimes all you can do is get on the piss, get it out of you, and just move forward. Yeah, they, they reckon that Chris Anderson sent the boat out and said, don't come back till it's empty. Yeah. Sort your shit out, and then we'll, we'll be okay. And There's nothing go. that brings a team together than a team drink. And I know it's taboo to do these days. You're not allowed to fucking have fun anymore. You're not allowed to get in a room and fucking get loose. But I'm telling you, that's every time... 
a team got together and got loose in a room together. Not every time, but the walls would just come straight down. And like, th- th- I think they're important to have at the start of the year so you know what kind of bloke he is. Because some people turn into absolute fucking dickheads on the piss. Mm-hmm. And some people, I just need a few beers in them to just relax and be themselves and all of a sudden you're made to them i mean we all we all get it we all be on the beers imagine being chris anderson sitting on the dock waiting to see and then like what then, came back in but he just sees like smoke in the distance he's like oh i don't think this is uh, i don't think this has worked out the way i thought it was uh, um yeah so look raiders and anything else timmy what'd you have what do you have the raiders start of the year yeah, or just because on the final system and Matt Matty's stat there, it's even more incredible that they had the old McIntyre mm. final system up until 2011, which was 1v8, 2v7, 3v6. What a horrible final system for starters. Oh, mate. So, like, with that, where eighth could knock off one and the minor <laughs> premiers are gone, to think that it dated all the way back, I think that was 99 to 2011, dated all the way back to 95. It's incredible. Mm. Um, not so as <laughs> so surprising nowadays because you have to win four straight from outside it. Raiders... Funny old season because I had them anywhere from probably 7th to 10th. Uh, so I've, they've ended up, I think, making the 80s a pretty decent season for us. Off the back of the fact that, you know, we lost Georgie Williams, a key play, player on our side, mid to late last season. The bloke he was replaced by Jamal Fogarty didn't play until about round 15 this mm. year. We lost Josh, Josh Hodgson <coughs> seven minutes into the season. So if you lost your star halfback recruit, your mm. gun hooker, there wasn't a great backup plan mm. uh, until... We tried the rookie and, yeah. you know, he was solid, but he didn't, you know, he's a rookie. Yeah, Wolford came out of nowhere um, to, to help out the halves, dile- uh, sorry, <coughs> hooking dilemma. So all these sort of things went against us. I was pretty confident that the depth in the four pack from the word go was going to take us a reasonable way and handle a lot of setbacks. Um, <coughs> I still worry. It's been really good last week to see us put points on because mm. I still worry a little bit against the better teams if we can put enough points on to win. Mm. And it all has to come through our forwards because our back line, it's – Solid enough. Xavier Savage adds some X factor, but a bit of a concern. But yeah, so I think to finish where we are uh, is a good season. If we can take it another couple of weeks in, wonderful. <laughs> but, you know, I hope it doesn't end this weekend against Melbourne. But if it does, we'll be like, all right, we, we've had plenty of setbacks mm. and played finals footy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we also said we both couldn't believe the chat about <laughs> Chance not playing fullback. We said he needs to be the fullback. Honestly, I still feel that way. Like, I, I'm still surprised that Chance essentially just got. See you later. Like, you know, see you later. Yeah. Uh, I think he still had so much to offer. I understand. I, I would have probably um, had Savage on a wing. Um, you know, try it maybe, yeah, probably on a wing. Um, but uh, Savage has improved. He's really matured throughout the year. He's he's still still really raw, but we can all see the superstar in him for sure. Yeah, I, I think Savage is ahead of where I thought he'd be mm. by this point. Uh, when, he, when he first started playing fullback, I thought it was going to be a real <laughs> battle of a year. <laughs> Yeah, I feel sorry for Chance, especially like that game yesterday when it was a dead rubber. Mm. I thought, surely, Keep just surely they're throwing a fucking jersey. Oh. Yeah. Chuck him on the bench, do something. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, but fuck, it's a good get for the Warriors. Great get for the Warriors. Great get for the Warriors. Um, so, I, you know, even though we, I guess, thought Chance should be the fullback, at the end of the day, he stuck with Savage and they're in a finals. So the positive is, is if you've got this 19-year-old kid that's about to play finals footy in his first year of rugby league, imagine how much better he's going to be for it next year. Mm. So, again, another win for Ricky. Yeah, and I, I think Savage, as the year's gone on, I think he's learned some hard lessons. Yeah, for, for sure. the first five or six weeks, it sort of felt like he wasn't learning. Mm. He was just doing the same. But I, I think as the season's gone on, he's he, he's really developed. I, I think I, I was What really What I've him. noticed in Savage is I think the first five to six weeks, you saw a kid in there that is used to playing a certain way and getting away with it because he's a 
gun. Mm. And then I think over this over the season, you've seen him grow more into a man. Don't get me wrong, he's still got growth to, to do. But I think you've, you've you started to realise, oh, there's these certain little things that I need to do week in, week out um, to make myself an NRL fullback. And that's, that is a normal, normal transition from rookie mm. into first grade. So I think the club, although I, I felt Chance, you know, could have at least got this year and then maybe Savage comes in next year, the fact that they're in the finals, the club is going to be way better for it. Because I, I, I also think... Tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like he's lost a bit of weight too, which is a good. I think it's a good thing compared to the start of the year. Um, and I don't mean uh, he was uh, fat at all or like you know too much, too much weight on. I just think muscle mass that he lost, which I, I actually like. I don't like speedsters putting on too much muscle mass. Um, and I, I think the fact that you can potentially have a ten-year superstar at the back there, the dividends that this may pay for the club could seriously be astronomical. Astronomical. So at the end of the day. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's the right decision, really. It really is because they're in the finals. He kind of feels like Jordan Rapana. 2.0 to me. Mm. He's a little bit rogue. He's a little bit out there. He does things you're not expecting him to do. But fuck, if, if they can make it work with him, he's incredibly See, I, talented. I, fuck, I reckon like Jordan Rapana, but with Nos. You know, he is fucking quick. And I, I just, I really think that with a couple more years, what, what, he's 19? Yeah, something like that. 19? With a couple more preseasons in him, he is going to be a problem for defences. Like a real, even even now with, as a rookie, every time he, like his ball running is not questioned. His ball running is good, high quality ball running. It's just the, the tiny little things. I think Savage is going to be something special. Is he New South Wales, Queensland? Is he? I think he's a Queenslander. Queenslander. Mm. I, th- I think he's a Queenslander. Yeah. Um, yeah, he won Queensland title for sprinting. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so, yeah, really, really good um, stuff for Savage. I think he's going to be incredible. Uh, and it just, again, it's another another win for Ricky in the sense that he made a huge call that I think some people wouldn't agree with, but it's paid off. Yeah. Paid off. Um, do- doesn't like all the the dramas last year, the social media stuff and everything. Doesn't that just feel an age away? Oh, it feels forever ago. And, like, Tarpanay has come out and been their best all year. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, incredible. So, Raiders, what a year. Green Machine, 